Hello? Hello. Hey. <laughs> Fucking Zoom, man. Hey, this is Zach Moonshine from Metal Devastation Radio. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? All right, man. Sorry about the uh, thing. I was sitting there trying to figure out how to set this up. and. Uh... <laughs> well, got it sorted, I hope. Yeah. So, uh, so tell us, man, what what's going on in uh, in the world of Paul? Well, you know, just got home from our uh, Cannibal Corpse South American tour you know, the other day, which was a huge success. So that was uh, always a, a good thing here, you know. And then uh, you know, just gearing up to uh, you know get releasing the side project, the Umbilicus project. You know, just of course. Uh, we released a song, uh, what, a couple weeks ago now? About a week ago, I guess, it's at this point, and uh, you know, gearing up to get that released here, hopefully by September. But, uh, you know, that's, that's about it, you know, right now. Oh, yeah, man. So uh, with, the, with the new side project, man, you guys took a, or you took a pretty, uh, pretty drastic, it's a pretty drastic change from uh, what Cannibal Corpse fans are, are, are used to, right? Oh, yeah, totally, man. I mean, you know, if you do a little research, I did a project about 20 years ago with Jack Owen, you know, the original guitar player in the band mm-hmm. in Cannibal Corpse, and uh, we did a, a rock project. I mean, it's just in, you know, it's just music I love, man. I mean, it's in my heart, you know, uh, you know, rock and roll from the late 60s, early 70s, 70s, throughout the 80s. Um, and I've, you know, been passionate about that for years, and, uh, and Jack Owen was as well. And we started, we did a little project this said about 20 years ago, just to kind of break up the monotony of, you know, blasting and playing death metal all the time and, you know, playing music that we both really had a passion for, you know. So we, uh, we, we wrote some songs. We ended up playing two shows in the Tampa Bay area here in Tampa, Florida, and, um, you know, wrote some originals, but you know, didn't really go anywhere with it. You know, we, we, we made some demos. Um, you know, the plan was, you know, if anything, maybe maybe record and see what could happen. But it all fell apart um, after like a year or two at most. And, um, and then that was that. So if we fast forward 20 years uh, till you know, till like two years ago now, when the, right at the, the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, I, I just finished recording Violence Unimagined. For Cannibal Corpse and um, you know the bass player that was in that project that I speak of with Jack he's my really good friend and still in Tampa here and uh, and I got a hold of him saying hey man you want to you know you want to jam you want to maybe jam some of these old songs I mean I, I got a little time uh, Cannibal's not going to be touring for a little while and uh, you know I just finished recording why not you know why not uh, do something here right you know so him and I got together and started um practicing some of the old songs that we did with jack and um jack just he doesn't live in florida anymore he's since moved and you know of course he's been out of the band uh, since 2005 out of cannibal so um you know we i I don't really speak to him too much don't see him too much and you know and then i know he's not in the area anymore so so we were like you know let's uh, you know maybe maybe we'll see if he's invo- if he's interested if not you know let's just move on here he wasn't interested being uh, lives in uh, the uh, illinois area now and um so we you know he said hey let's get a new guitar player let's just kind of let's let's just do this you know you and i his name is Vern, the bass player let's get a new guitar player 
and uh, kind of like let's just start from scratch, basically. I guess you know to you know have some fun, uh, kind of revisiting what we what we did twenty years ago, and that and, and that's how Umbilicus came came about. We got Taylor Nordberg involved in the in the project then as the guitar player, and uh, man, what a great talent he is and a yeah. great guitar player. And he had the, and he's got the love for the this kind of music. I mean, that obviously was important, not just to bring somebody in that just wants to be in a, in a, in a project or do something, but somebody that obviously was going to fit with what we wanted to do and uh, have that same passion. And Taylor is that man. So, so we got really, really lucky him, uh, you know, wanting to, to be involved and having the same likes as us. And, and, you know, and then, and then we just started writing some songs. So that would have been, you know, maybe around June, July of, of, of 2000 now. And, uh, you know, we, so we, you know, we end up writing 10 songs, but we, but I, I know my view and I think Vern's view. And then of course with Taylor, it was like, you know, let's, let's actually do something with this project. You know, let's not just mess around and do it. You know, we're doing it for fun, of course, but, you know, I think the, the whole goal was then to do what we just did to, you know, to actually write some good songs that we feel are good songs and then to record them properly and, and get them out to the masses. And, um, you know, and then that's, that's where we're at now. Of course, we brought in. Brian Stevenson, the, the singers, to you know to round out the project, and uh, you know, and 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 here we are, you know, on the verge of uh, you know releasing our debut album in a few months, and, and we wrote 10, 10 songs that we feel are, are real, really uh, you know true, true to us, and and uh, that we're really fond of, and we're really happy and proud of. So, uh, um, you know, you, you you would have heard the one by now, the Hello Future song that we released last week. So, so um, you know, that's that's basically how it came about and and where we're at at this point. Hell yeah, man! Uh, going back to uh, going back to your beginnings, can you tell us about some of your influences growing up and and how you got into uh, like how how did you end up getting into death metal and then Cannibal Corpse and all that? Well, yeah, I mean, just like, you know, anybody else that starts music, you're going to have your influences of your time. And, you know, we're products of the 80s, of the, uh, you know, getting heavily into music as teenagers when we're in our, in the young, in the early 80s and mid 80s. So, uh, you know, it all stemming from the original heavy metal kind of bands or hard rock bands, because like exactly um, where when we grew up, you know, I mean, so it was bands like Black Sabbath and Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and, you know, Van Halen and Rush and all those kind of bands that were the heavy rock bands, it, it, you know, uh, getting into the metal because it wasn't even that much in the sense of metal at that time, you know, so we're all, we're growing with these scenes. And, uh, it, it, yeah, and then it just was, it obviously took a, a really quick uh, turn and a, you know, the, the, the paths, uh, everything moved so fast, I should say, I guess, in the, in the sense of, you know, look what happened between like 1980 and 19, you know, 87, you know, or what have you of, you know, going from just regular hard rock and metal to, you know, to, to speed metal, to thrash metal, to, you know, to death metal all within a few years, everything was just morphing and changing. And, you know, we, we were riding that wave as, as teenagers and, and like I said, products of the time. So, you know, so those were, you know, Metallica, of course, was a huge influence when I look back for, you know, early uh, Cannibal and, you know, just the getting into the heavier stuff, you know. And then, of course, Slayer comes around and then that's a game, they're a game changer. And, uh, you know, Dave Lombardo is my, my idol and my king and, you know, the guy I really wanted to emulate more than anybody, I guess, once I heard uh, Slayer and especially heard Rain and Blood. 
and uh you know that would have been what 86 you know 87 area era and you know i'm I'm obviously starting to play music at that point because cannibal was formed in december of 88 so you know we got our bands that we're mulling around with in the you know around 86 87 or so uh you know trying to just get good at instruments and play you know somewhat music that we like to play and of the thrash variety i guess because really death metal wasn't there yet you know so um you know so it was it was really all those kinds of bands creator dark angel in, in those latter years of of the 80s and of the late teens before just becoming and you know cannibal becoming a thing um and then really kind of making us want to you know play that style i guess just be as extreme as possible and as heavy as we can and take you know take the bands that we knew and try to take them to the next level of sorts i guess that was our our goal so you know so it's really all that stuff that you know happened in the 80s you know that work was heavy that uh and and metal like that was you know were huge influences up until you know cannibal was formed oh yeah man you know the first time i ever heard you guys was actually in the theater uh it was in my teens man you know like a lot of people i went to see ace ventura that movie and i had heard about you guys but i'd never actually heard the music yet so I was in the theater, and I remember when that part came on, you guys are on there jamming. It was so fucking loud, and it was it. <clears throat> it was heavy, and uh, it just immediately I was like, after that, I was like, oh fuck, man, I gotta get the, I gotta get all the records, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a, it was a huge thing man the movie was a big deal for a lot of people and it helped death metal it helped cannibal corpse i mean you know we're established at that point but when you're in a movie like of that magnitude and you know uh, that widespread of uh of publicity kind of a thing um and, you know so many people have told us the same story you just mentioned of you know uh, seeing us for the first time or you know hearing death metal for the first time and cannibal corpse for the first time because of ace ventura and uh you know that's 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 a amazing and that's that's a huge deal you know um so we're, we're of course ever forever grateful for for being in the movie and uh for for doing what it did and all that so so that's uh that's awesome man. How, how did that actually happen like like how did, how did you guys end up in the movie well jim was a fan of the music back then i mean you know he found it intriguing you know, there's some interviews with him, I think, uh, in the early 80s or early 90s, where he's talking about bands like Napalm Death and, you know, and, and, and what have you, and Cannibal, that he's just, uh, you know, finds the music interesting. Obviously, it was so new at the time, and it was definitely, you know, I could see it uh, being intriguing, you know, to a lot of people. And uh, and, uh, and he was one of them, I guess, and, and he, he wanted us in the movie, you know, so... Uh, you know, it was kind of simple as that. I mean, you know, right, we were already, like I said, established what, uh, I guess, Too Many Mutilated just came out, basically, you know, so, I mean, we have three albums under our belt, and, you know, we're moving along pr- pretty decent at that point, and, uh, you know, he, he wanted us in the movie, so that was, you know, pretty pretty much how it, how it came about, you know, and uh, it, was, it was an amazing, uh, amazing thing to be a part of. Oh, yeah. I, you know, uh, there was actually something else I wanted to ask you about was uh, that song that you were playing in the movie. Um, right after the movie, I think I went and bought The Bleeding, and there's a part in Fucked With a Knife that almost sounds similar. It sounds very similar to Hammer Smash Face, which you're playing in the movie. And I was always wondering, like, uh, was that was that meant to... Is there a story behind that? Like... 
Was that- no, man, that's got to be just coincidence, a part. I mean, I, I'm trying to think what part you'd be thinking about. There's the stabs in the middle of of of, of fucked with a knife that are just dun 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 dun, and that's you know so I guess that could be somewhat reminiscent of dun 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 you know but it's a completely different feel and it's a different you know a different a whole different thing so I you know never even thought of that until you mentioned it right now so so that would just be a coincidence a coincidental thing I mean obviously we played death metal and we play primitive style death metal and nothing is too <laughs> too far off from the last song i mean you know we, we try to make it diverse as possible under the context of being cannibal corpse and brutal extreme death metal so so i could see of course there's going to be maybe some similarities here and there you know if you really went through our catalog and you can go oh hey you've done that well of course we've stabbed the symbols how many times and we maybe we've done it in that rhythm for a, a bit or something so so yeah that's uh you know, interesting that you mentioned that, but that would have been just uh, you know an utter coincidence, uh, a coincidence in that in that way. That's cool, man. Yeah, you guys have a very extensive catalog, and uh, I've, I've been a fan of you guys for a long time, man. And like every album, you you it's it's amazing too. Like you guys maintain it's always I don't know, like it's it's always exciting to hear a new Cannibal Corpse record, but at the same time, like you know what to expect like you know it's like kind of like acdc or or something like that you guys are like like you know the death metal version of that i think you know because you 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 maintain you stick to your your thing you know but uh you always you you guys always add in a few little things that that definitely change it up i mean each record has its own uh sound Right. right right Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, that's what I always tell people, you know, when they talk about stuff like that. I mean, it's a great analogy, and we're Cannibal Corpse. We don't stray too far from the formula, but like uh, I always like to say exactly, play all 15 records back, you know, from front to back um, in order. You know, you'll notice it's all Cannibal, but it's always going to be something just a little different, right? Little subtle differences here and there. You know, things that we might not have done uh, on the last record or the last song. But nothing too far, you know, too far gone or too crazy that it's just not going to be Cannibal Corpse, you know. So, I mean, I think that's uh, been a lot big key to our success. The fans know what to expect and, you know, we, we know what we want to do and we're not going to stray from that because we're Cannibal Corpse and we want to just keep doing what we started, you know, years ago. So, so yeah, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head and, uh, you know, it's good to hear stuff like that, that, uh, you know, that we have that consistency and we have that kind of... Uh, and I guess our fans, you know, like you said, know what to expect. And, you know, to be compared to any bands like that, I mean, I've never compared us to anybody. But, right, you know, when you, we always get the comparison. We're the ACDC of death metal. We're the Iron Maiden of death metal or, you know, some, or the Motorhead of death metal. I mean, you know, those are huge compliments, of course, you know, because I, 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 we know what they mean. You know, there's that consistency there with those bands that you just, you know, you, you tend to, uh, you expect. And, uh, and, you, and you're going to get from those kind of bands. You know, you're going to get what... What you you know what you know you should be getting and then uh, that's the same thing with cannibal corpse right yeah yeah you got you guys are definitely one of those bands that uh when you put out a new record even if i haven't heard the song yet the single or anything yet i know i can go buy it i'm gonna be happy 
That's right. That's good to hear, man. No, I think that's how we have such a great fan base because exactly no one's going to be worried that, oh, no, what what, what, if, what are they going to do on this record? Or, you know, no, yeah, you're going to get Cannibal Corpse, man. So, you know, and uh, and I, I think that's uh, that's a great, uh, uh, it's great that we have the fans' um, attitude like, like yourself there that uh, they know what to expect, and that's great. Man, I was talking to uh, Jeremy Kling last night, as a matter of fact, and uh, I was asking him because about a week ago I was on vacation in Florida and I was down there and I was sitting on the beach, had my toes in the sand, drinking a Corona, looking at my kids running around on the beach, the sunshine. I kept thinking to myself, what the fuck is it about this place that makes such brutal death metal? And I was asking him about it, but uh, I wanted to ask you about it as well since, I mean, uh, well, what's your take on that, man? Uh, man, I think it's just coincidence, another coincidental thing. I mean, because it's kind of like the whole Tampa being the death metal capital of the world kind of a thing. It's like, man, to me, it was just kind of coincidence. I mean, really. I mean, we're actually from Buffalo, New York. So that's where the band started, you know. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, well, we moved to Florida and everything's different and we're, you know, playing the way we play. You know, it's like, no, man, we started in Buffalo and that's where Cannibals formed and originated. And then we moved to Florida. I mean, you know, um, and we've, you know, and that was what after after we did the bleeding, you know. So so we're we're well established. We're well into our careers and well into our sound, so to say. And then when right we moved down to Tampa, we get lumped in with the Tampa scene because now, of course, we've been here for a long time so a lot of people might not even realize that we're from buffalo or they think we're from tampa because we've been here forever um you know but i remember when we first moved down you know exactly you like you know look at the bands that are here you got obituary you got morbid angel you got deicide you got death you got you know monstrosity brutality i mean you know uh atheists all these bands in the central kind of like florida area and they're all doing well and they're you know they're they're some of the biggest bands in the genre you know and you're like why and then you look at also well we're where are these guys from? I think Obituary are really the only band per se that are from Florida. You know, like <laughs> every, everybody else came from somewhere else. You know, they all just end up moving to Florida, you know, and that's probably before their career it's not like i don't think anybody moved down here because the scene was any better per se or or anything like that i i really believe it was just coincidence you know and um i'll, I'll tell you though man i just I, I i you know the one thing with florida though is is that you know you kind of just mentioned it a little bit you know man what a paradise right you know it's mm-hmm. just a it's a happy place you know it's it's all, i'm always you know you're always feeling good when you're in florida you know and i think positivity for positivity's sake and create sake i don't know i like being positive i like waking up and feeling good and looking at having the sun out and and you know those those things may maybe contribute now but like i said it didn't happen in the early days because that wasn't the case you know so so it's it's a tough kind of it's a tough analogy it's a tough thing to mention but i really think a lot of these you know a lot of a lot of a lot of it is coincidence with the florida thing but but man i'll tell you i love living here and i would i couldn't expect a, a, a you know i couldn't imagine living anywhere else um after moving from buffalo and being down here and like just you know enjoying the sun and and uh you know that's it's such a it's a such a key thing to you know to morale and to positivity and you know when you have that sun out every day i mean it's just something about it man you know it's it's amazing pretty cool paul all right man well i'm about out of questions for you is there anything else you want to let your fans know well, you know, just appreciate the interview and thanks for the support over the years for Cannibal and everybody check out the Umbilicus. You know, like I said, we're, uh, you know, getting that rolling out and, 
we should have that have it out the the whole album out within a couple of months here but you know some more singles to come before that so you know just keep an eye out on that umbilicus and uh you know i, I appreciate uh, all the support no matter what so thanks man hey before i let you go can i get you to make us a station tag yeah man all right whenever you're ready say something like this is paul from cannibal corpse umbilicus and you're listening to metal devastation radio Metal Devastation Radio, okay. Hey, this is Paul Mazurkowitz from Cannibal Corpse and also from Umbilicus, and you are listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Fuck yeah, man, perfect. Awesome, dude. All right, well, thanks a lot, Paul, man. Really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, and uh, I'll get this uploaded to the podcast and send it over to everybody and put it everywhere, awesome, man. man. Sounds good, man. Thanks. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the interview. Nice talking to you. All right, man. Cheers. Hey, you take care, man. You too. All right. Bye-bye.